Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, this is Deborah Messing. And I'm Andana Dayani. We decided to create a podcast to introduce you to the people who inspire us most. These are the dissenters. The people who just made a decision one day to break down the establishment and build a new one. In the greatest times of grief or even the most ordinary of circumstances, many heroes will rise. You just have to take that first step. So please tune in. We can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts. There are heroes everywhere. Discover them. Become one. People tell me that I'm crazy, I tell them that's exactly it. I've got reasons for my absence. People tell me that I'll burn out. Hey guys, what's up? It's Kinsey. Welcome back to the show. Today, it's just me. We're doing a good old-fashioned solo episode. I am actually bringing back an old kind of series, I guess, that we used to do on the show called What I've Been Learning. I did this a lot in college, and I actually really like these episodes. This is going to be really just kind of like a chit-chat kind of catching you guys up to date. Not that like what I'm doing matters that much to you guys, but more so like what I've been learning and navigating life in my 20s. That's been a really big thing. I know in the last solo episode, I think it was the last solo episode and probably like every other one that I've recorded since, I've just talked about how being 23 is such a weird age, but I think more so just being in your 20s, honestly, just being alive can be really confusing. So I have been trying to really do my best and grow and learn as much as possible. I've been reading books. As always, I've been listening to podcasts. I've been talking to my therapist. I've been talking to people who are older than me that know more than me. And I feel so much better than I did when I felt like I was kind of spiraling maybe like two or three months ago. I'm also going to be answering some of the questions you guys left on our voicemail. If you guys ever want to be a part of the episodes, at the very end of every single episode, I answer one question from you guys, whether it's a question or advice, whatever that might be, all you have to do is call 866-99-IOYSM, leave a voicemail, tell me your name, where you're from, or maybe just your name, you know, do whatever you want. I don't know. I don't make the rules. Anyways, I'm going to be answering a few more, just having like a nice chit chat with you guys. Before we get into the episode, as always, be sure to join the Facebook group, follow us on Instagram. I have a YouTube channel, TikTok. I've really been on TikTok. We have a podcast TikTok as well, guys. I'm really quite the Gen Z kid and I'm not going to go into it because I've seen the comments on my vlogs of you guys being so over me talking about and kind of defending the fact that I'm a Gen Zer, but I don't care. Actually, yes, I do because I'm not talking about it. So clearly like there's some sort of thing there. Anyways, whatever. 
This week, I'm actually in LA and I'm recording at least nine episodes for this show. Everything is in studio. So we're doing full video and audio. If you guys want to watch the show on YouTube, it's also available there. I love watching podcasts on YouTube and this is a full video and audio show now, guys. So I will have the YouTube channel and the show notes below if you guys ever want to like watch it on your TV in the morning. I love doing that personally. I get it. I've been listening or watching really BFS podcast nonstop. Again, I'm so Gen Z, it hurts. And Token CEO with Erica of Barstool. I'm like really into Barstool podcast and Tea with Publicity. I've been loving that one as well. Anyways, with that being said, you guys can watch the show on YouTube. So like I was saying earlier, it's really no secret that your 20s are just confusing and they're also uncertain. And uncertainty, come to find out, I really don't like. I already have anxiety and anxiety really is just kind of rooted in fear of the unknown, right? And so like uncertainty, which essentially is the unknown, um, it's really like not been the most fun thing in the entire world. But I will say, I think I've really shifted my perspective on it. And I've kind of leaned into, you know, not knowing what's going on, not knowing what's happening, but that being exciting rather than terrifying me. I have been dealing with a little bit of like, not FOMO. I honestly think that I have fear of FOMO. Like I don't feel FOMO. I don't look at my friends and my old lifestyle in LA and miss it or anything like that. But I think just in general, not even because of where I live or what I'm doing, I think I'm just worried that I won't get certain opportunities or whatever that might be. But also on the other hand, I get more opportunities because I'm not there, if that makes any sense. I was talking to my therapist about this today and she was just saying, you know, it really just depends on what you define success as. And Something I've really always said, even though I am a recovering workaholic and I really do love working, what I care about the most at the end of the day are my relationships and the people in my life. And I am clearly like you guys see, I'm sure on like my Instagram and stuff, I'm always with my friends. I really value that. It's definitely not something that I think I lost because I had great friends in LA and I had, you know, incredible relationships there. But I think just, you know, 2020 being so isolating, it's made me realize more than ever how much I care about my friendships. And I think I even isolated myself in 2020. And something at the beginning of this year I was thinking about is, you know, I'm actually going to make an effort and reach out to and hang out with my friends here and even make new friends and like make my social life a priority. And now it is night and day. I cannot describe to you guys. I am by far the happiest I think I've probably ever been. And I feel the best and I actually feel the most myself. And so that's been a good thing. I'm like totally going on a tangent before I really even get into this. With that being said, I'm just trying to live in the moment and say, you know what? I'm actually really happy with where I'm at. I love who's in my life. I love what I'm doing. And I'm trusting that everything's going to work out for my benefit, right? Something that I read um, after I had this whole rant about feeling really uncertain and unsure of who I even am and what I'm doing and just feeling so confused about life, I actually got the book 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think, I want to say. Lauren and Sam from the Mayfair Group were like, you have to get this book. It's so good. And I read this. This is from the essay, Uncomfortable Feelings That Actually Indicate You're On the Right Path. I don't have the page number if you guys have this book, so I'm sorry, but this is number 12 on that essay. Okay. It says, feeling unsure of who you really are. And then it goes on to say, your past illusions about who you should be are dissolving. You feel unsure because it is uncertain. You're in the process of evolving and we don't become uncertain when we change for the worse. We become angry and closed off. 
In other words, if what you're experiencing is insecurity or uncertainty, it's usually going to lead to something better. That lifted the biggest weight off my shoulders. And I think even just reading these essays and honestly, just reading in general is always what helps me as we clearly have covered before. It made me feel, yes, less alone, but it also helped me almost organize my thoughts, if that makes any sense, and made me realize like, oh, this is normal. And actually maybe feeling uncertain isn't the worst thing in the world. I think change is good. I think you should be changing your mind about things and you should be growing. For some reason, I will sometimes just put myself in a box or I think actually more than anything, something I really dislike about the internet is that you can say something two years ago and I don't mean anything controversial. I just mean like, hey, my favorite color is red. Two years later, my favorite color is blue, right? Like, obviously that's like not exactly what I'm saying, but I'm saying it could be something stupid or even just a certain idea you have or certain belief you have or whatever that is. And you're held to that standard and people are like, oh, but this and that, and you're so fake and whatever. And it's like, no, like maybe I'm actually just changing my mind and maybe I'm growing and maybe I'm in a new environment and I'm around new people and who I was at that time served me. And that was incredible. Not to say that I'm a completely different person, but I would be more worried if I was the same person that I was two years ago. Not that I dislike who I was and there was anything wrong with who I was, but I'm not there anymore. I'm not in that environment. Two years ago, specifically, I was in... Bible college with a really intense internship, right? We weren't allowed to drink. We weren't allowed to do all of these things. And while I think that was a good thing for me at that time, that's not the environment that I'm in anymore. And I'm trying to figure out, not really on like a faith level of like the basis of like my beliefs, not making this like a faith podcast, don't worry guys, but more so just like, like systems and people and how things work and the people around me. And like, you have to just kind of unlearn things and figure out what you want and what you don't want. And now I'm in a place where I can like individually think for myself rather than be surrounded by group think. And so, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm just figuring it out. I obviously have the same faith and whatever, but as far as like who I am and what matters to me and stuff, like I'm in a new environment. I'm around not any new people, people who have known me, honestly, the longest, like a lot of my friends here, some of them are literally from elementary school, middle school, high school. I talked about this in a recent episode because people keep asking how you make friends in your 20s. And most of my friends I grew up with. And if I didn't, they are friends of people I grew up with and they went to college together. Just a side note. So with that being said, since the last episode, I think I've reframed my idea of uncertainty, but I've also given myself grace to change my mind in almost to kind of change my path, who I was and what I was doing this time a year ago to now, I've just changed a lot. And so many things around me have changed, right? Who I am at the core will always be the same, but obviously like I'm going to grow and go in different ways. And I talked about this before, but something that I've always been pretty confident about is I've always been pretty sure of who I am. And just because I think so much of my life changed at once and on top of me changing, it kind of freaked me out because I was like, wait a second, like, you know, I'm actually not quite sure exactly of who I am and who I want to be and what I want to do with my life. And that almost made me spiral. And now I'm realizing that that's okay. Like I'm giving myself grace to, you know, I don't know, right? I was reading this book, actually The First Husband. It's a fiction book. There were so many quotes from that book though that I took. I think I just really identified with the main character for some reason. And this is like slightly cheesy. So don't cringe with me as I share it with you. But it is something I took notes on in my journal. So it's fine. But I said, maybe you aren't in this position because you forgot yourself, but maybe you started getting honest about who you might really be. That sounds a little bit more like serious and drastic, I think, than what I'm feeling. But 
just, you know, being back in Texas, being around my family, being around people that I've known forever. And yes, also to answer a lot of your questions, Lauren Elizabeth and I are living parallel lives. We already know. It's actually crazy how much our lives are actually the same. But with that being said, I think in the past two and a half years, you know, obviously I was in a really intense internship and then I was in a really serious relationship. And I think that internship specifically gave me a really, really solid foundation for the rest of my life and who I am. You know, both of the things that I was involved with were great things. But with that being said, I think it gave me a strong foundation for who I am. But I also think I lost a lot of myself in those years. And now that I'm back here, even my parents have said, like, you are the most you I've seen in so long in the best way. And so many of my friends around me who've known me since way before all of that. And yeah, I think I'm just like figuring things out for myself. I'm 23. I'm growing up. Unfortunately, I'm still Gen Z. Just kidding, guys. Don't be mad. Oh, another quote too. And I forget who this is. And I'm so sorry. But it's the unexamined life is a life not worth living. And I was just born with this like innate desire to always want to be growing. And it is the best and worst thing about me, right? So I always want to grow as an individual. That's why I read so much. That's why I'm, you know, always like listening to podcasts, things like that. And then obviously on the other hand, like there's definitely some unhealthy aspects to that. But I would say if you are not someone who thinks deeply about things, don't start. I actually really wouldn't recommend this. I think about this often. I look at some of my friends, like specifically the boys, and I'm like, you just don't even think about that. Like what? I don't know. I feel that way. And then I think about like certain people's relationships and I'm like, I don't know. You know what? Maybe somewhere in the middle. I think I need to meet them in the middle of not overthinking, but also, you know, examining my life. I'm kidding, kind of. It is an important quality. With that being said, the unexamined life is a life not worth living. And I'll stand by that, even though I'm jealous of people who don't examine their own lives because it sounds like really fun. Okay, moving on to what I've been learning. I did make a few points. The number one thing is who I actually am versus who I thought I needed to be. So I struggle a lot with what is expected of me versus like what is actually good for me. And those expectations can come from myself or other people, right? So whether that's other people's ideas or projections of who I should be or even you know, it's something as small as like actually like my work schedule, like here, all of my friends work like eight to five, nine to fives. And sometimes I'm like, wait, am I not doing enough? Is my schedule different? Like, I don't know why I've been so like self-critical. We'll talk about that soon, but I don't know. It's just really interesting. I get a lot of DMs from people who I'm sure mean well, but they're like, Hey, how is this going? And I just feel like people love to put boxes around other people. And this is why I love Aaron McManus so much because he has really completely gone outside of the box and just not cared at all. Actually, oftentimes like people of like faith will do this to me, right? And I'm sorry that I'm not what you want me to look like. I don't dress how you want me to dress. I don't talk how you want me to talk. I don't act like how you expect me to act and like your projections. But like if you're actually like into faith or whatever you believe in, right? Like the possibilities are endless. And the whole thing on like this tangent of actually like faith, Jesus, whatever, is that like Jesus breaks the box, right? And I'm figuring myself out and I'm just getting really tired of people like projecting their idea of who I should be onto me. And that's something I'm working on, just not letting bother me. It's just frustrating. And I think everyone can understand that to a certain extent, like there's expectations and whatever that is. And honestly, it's just really annoying. 
to answer the question on drinking, I've been getting this a lot recently because I did like publicly, like we talked about how I didn't drink for so long. I just want to say I drank when I was younger. I was also very open about that, right? But then I ended up going to a college that had a very intensive internship based around like leadership and you weren't allowed to drink, right? And then I was in a relationship with someone who didn't drink, just like the environment of who I was around and we were in COVID, right? And that was my environment. And at that point, like I'm just home all the time. I didn't really feel the need in that area of my life. Like this is really, truly just not that deep, but that's just not where I'm at in life anymore. I'm not in an internship that doesn't allow me to drink. I'm not surrounded by people who don't drink all the time. Like I'm just 23 and hanging out with my friends. I'm single, I'm having fun. I'm not a full-time student anymore. That's really just the end of that. I, I know I get questions about that nonstop. But again, at that point in my life, the environment that I was in, who I was around, it just, I just didn't do it. I didn't really care to, but that's not where I'm at anymore. And that's like another example of like, I can change my mind, right? And not that I even made that decision for myself because I didn't, but that just is my answer. Another thing is I've becoming a a little bit self-critical and kind of cringing at my past self, even though I like my past self and my past self has made me who I am. But I think we can all relate to this. Like, I always think about this. I'll say this to like a friend and my friends, like, I like loved you then too. Like, I don't know why you feel that way. And that person again is who made you who you are. But I think we can all relate to cringing at our past self. And that's something that I'm trying to do is give my past self more grace and still practice like self-love with my past self because it's really important. And I do think that's going to like translate into other things, but I have been kind of cringing for really no reason. Cause there's not necessarily anything that I think is embarrassing or things that I really don't agree with or whatever. It's just like, for some reason I'm, I can't even like live. I don't know what is wrong guys. I wrote down another quote, surprise, surprise. And this is from Tim Grover. It's your emotions have to be stronger than your mind. I love this so much. I think pretty much any time I make an emotional decision, it's bad. I really can't remember a time that I made a fully emotional decision. Obviously, emotions are involved in pretty much everything, but making emotional decisions is just like, you know, not it. But even to the fact of, you know, our routines in the morning, people ask all the time, like, how do you say routine? How do you get motivated to work out? And I always say like, discipline over motivation. And I think that's your emotions have to be stronger than your mind's actually a better way to put that because I'm going to do what I know is good for me rather than lean on my emotions. I think that goes to resilience. I think that goes to strength as a person. And I think that is one of the best things that you can learn in life. And it's something that I'm constantly working on. I have two things that I really wanted to talk about. I read The Defining Decade, which I personally enjoyed. I know some people have mixed opinions on it. They think it was like, okay. Or um, some people think it puts like a little bit too much pressure on your 20s. And I didn't feel that way at all. And that's honestly why I put off reading it. Because I was like, listen, I'm finally trying to have fun. I've worked for almost the past 10 years. Like I'm really trying to just enjoy myself for one second or actually just build a life outside of my job. But I decided to read it. And I'm honestly really, really glad that I did because it was so helpful. So the author talked about this thing called identity capital, which is our stock of our personal assets. So essentially it's like how we add value to who we are. And it is like what we have to show for how we spend our time, right? So I'm not telling you to go find your identity in other things, but I do think there's a lot of truth with this. And I personally love this, right? 
to like identity capital. For me, it's like, you know, I love health. I love wellness. I love reading. I love neuroscience, like leadership, honestly learning across the board. But identity capital has been something I've really enjoyed. And something that I actually love about my 20s is I've really allowed myself to explore different interests that I have even if it's just reading again, I know I can, I talk about it 24 seven, but if it's, you know, you can even watch like things on Skillshare. I know we talk about them on the show, but Skillshare, just learning in different areas or trying out different hobbies, different sports, different activities, things like that. That's really important. And I always say how boring it is when you meet someone and all they have to say for themselves is talking about their jobs. Like I love listening. Don't, don't get me wrong. I really love listening to people talk about what they're passionate about and their job. And that does interest me. But I do think it's a little bit alarming if that's the only thing you have to bring to the table. And that's the only thing you have to talk about, right? And for a long time, that was me. I don't think I really had much to me besides like what I did for my job. And I just loved having other interests in things that, you know, I'm not monetizing and things that I'm not, you know, working on whatever it might be. I just think that having some sort of identity capital is incredible and it's a really good thing for your 20s. I have the perfect thing to share with you guys today. One of my favorite sponsors of the podcast, we are talking about BetterHelp. If you guys have something that's interfering with your happiness or something that's preventing you from achieving your goals, I could not recommend BetterHelp enough. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Therapy has played such a major role in my life and I love BetterHelp because it makes it more accessible to you guys. It's also more cost-effective. I personally love a good online therapy session. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help, but it is professional counseling done securely online. You can send a message to your counselor at any time and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can also schedule weekly video or phone sessions. This is all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, which is incredible, right? So BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can find the particular expertise you need online. Don't limit yourself to counselors that are located near you. Anything you share is confidential. It's convenient. It's professional. It's affordable. You guys can even check out the testimonials posted daily on their site. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I want you guys to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash Kinsey. That is BetterHelp. H-E-L-P.com slash Kinsey. You can join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kinsey. Another thing from that book was the unknown thought. And this honestly brought back so many things to my mind that I never even thought about, but it was kind of on the topic of when you feel like you don't know what you want to do and figuring out kind of what you want to do, right? So it's the thing that you know about yourself, but forget somehow, right? So when I was reading that, I forgot so many things that I wanted to do growing up or so many interests that I had or things that I just found to kind of intrigue me. Oh my God, you guys are actually going to hate me. I literally wrote down reading. It's all I talk about. When I say, (laughs) I'm like, yeah, it's really annoying. People only have to talk about their jobs, but like all I talk about is reading. So, you know, it's whatever. But like reading, hosting, so much of what I'm doing now or I've wanted to do was actually there long before. There's a few other things that I don't want to share 
that I forgot that I wanted to do that have always been in my mind, but for some reason it was kind of ignored. And I don't know, just the idea even of the unknown thought kind of opened up so many things that I'd kind of just forgotten about. The last thing that I wrote down is just how much I value friends and family and the people around me. And I think moving back to Texas was the best decision I've ever made. And it's just been so fulfilling. I don't know what my life is gonna look like six months from now, a year from now, honestly, even two months from now. But I am just trusting that I've made the right decision. I'm the happiest I've ever been. I love being here. There's so much opportunity here as well. And there's opportunity everywhere. I think that's one good thing that's come out of 2020 is things are just more mobile at this point. But at the end of the day, I just want to be me. And who that is, like, evolves and changes. And I'm always myself at the core, but I'm always growing. And I would never want to stay the same. And I think that's a really important point to be made. So that's all I had in the notes for today's show. We're going to get into some of your calls. Hi, Kenzie. My name is Mallory, and I love you so much. And my question is, what is the best piece of advice that you've ever gotten? And how are you applying it to your life daily? Bye. Hi, Mallory. There's a few things. The first one that I'm going to say is a mentor of mine in LA told me, you evolve every three years, something like that. I wish I could say it as beautifully and as well said as she did. But essentially, she just said you evolve and change every three years kind of into a new person. And that I think is perfect for this episode, talking about evolving and changing and navigating your 20s, because it's given me freedom to really allow myself to change and to not be so hard on myself. Another piece of advice that I get, actually people just say this to me all the time, is like, I need to like chill and relax. And also like, I'm not 40. And I think for so long, I was treating myself like I was 40 years old. And then I remembered that I'm 23 and I need to be 23 when I'm 23. Because if I'm acting 23 when I'm 40, then we're going to have a problem, you know? Hi, Kenzie. Um, I've been a long time listener. I was just wondering, what is um, your favorite? I know that you mentioned uh, the devos that you do like, but I was just wondering, like for devotional authors, which one is your favorite or which one are you more inclined to look at? Thanks. Hello. Um, yeah, so my morning reading will change all the time. It's not always just like diva books. I just do morning reading in general. So it really just depends. It's not always like a straight up diva book. The two people that I really respect and can listen to and actually connect with, I think, like maybe like relate more to the first being Erwin McManus, the second being Judah Smith. So if you're looking for like faith stuff, those are the two, those are honestly the only two that I listen to. Now, as far as just like other morning reading to apply to everyone, I love the 101 essays that will change the way you think book. I read probably three or four of those every morning and that's really great. I've been loving that recently, but it just changes from like time to time. Hi, um, this is Emery and I just wanted to leave a question asking how you are since it's going to be a live catch-up episode. I just wanted to see if you would just talk about what's going on with you and like where you're at and everything. And yeah. Hi, Emery. Thanks for asking. I feel like I've talked more about like emotionally and mentally where I'm at recently. So I'll give you like more of a life update what I've been doing. I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen this in the vlogs. Last weekend, actually, we had a party bus to take us to Billy Bob's. Like, guys, can I be more Texan? I literally went to Billy Bob's, which is also a honky tonk. Guys, I'm not kidding. I literally cannot make this up. 
and that was so much fun. I do weekly girl centers here. I'm with my friends a lot. We've been going to like bars in Dallas, going to the pool, just hanging out, like spending quality time with people around me that I really haven't been able to in years. And that has been so much fun. This week, I'm actually in LA, which is exciting. I'm I'm recording all week, which is fun. And then this weekend, I'm going to a bachelorette for Sav, one of my best friends in LA, who's also been on the show. And she was in all my vlogs and we were together all the time. Her and our friend actually got engaged. It was just so exciting. So I'm going to her bachelorette, which I'm really looking forward to. I've actually never been on a bachelorette before which is exciting. This has turned into me giving you my summer plans. I'm also going to Nashville. I'm going to do a girl's trip to Nashville in August. I'm really just having a lot of fun. And I have said this so many times, but there is nothing like being home and being with your friends and having like a solid just friend group that you're with all the time. Like it is just so much fun. Oh, we're going to be at the lake a lot which I'm looking forward to. Hopefully we'll be on the boat soon. I'm trying to go this weekend, honestly, but we'll see what happens. Honestly, overall, I'm doing really well. I'm so happy. I actually don't remember the last time I was doing this well. I don't know if I ever have been this happy now that I'm really thinking about it. It's so interesting too, because I look back at my life a year ago, year and a half ago, in like, you know, whatever situations I was in at that time. And I really thought I was happy. And I think at the beginning of it, I was... But I look back and the happiness that I feel now in just where I'm at in life, I look back at myself then and I'm like, I was not happy. Like, I don't know why I was so convinced that I was. Maybe I was and I'm just happier now. I don't really know. But this is meant to be some sort of encouragement if you guys are going through a time where your life is going in a totally opposite direction of where you thought it would be. Because my life could not be more different than what I thought it was going to be a year ago. And I am so much happier and I'm so glad. Like I cannot stress that enough. I'm so happy that my life went in a completely opposite direction, even though I didn't think that's what I wanted. I know I've talked about this before on the show. It's a kind of a common theme, but holding things with an open hand and allowing life to go a different way will, I think, really honestly only lead to better things, I think. For me personally, at least that's been the pattern of my life, essentially is what I'm saying. But yeah, honestly, I'm just really happy. I'm really fulfilled. I'm also trying to work on not allowing what other people want in life to affect what I want. Like sometimes I'll hear people saying, oh, you need to be doing this and this and networking here and whatever. And I'm like, at the end of the day, I really value being authentic to myself and genuine and I can't fake things. So it's hard for me sometimes when I hear that and I'm like, oh, maybe I'm not working in the way that I should be or hard enough or doing, I should be doing this and I should be doing that. And I think I'm just really trying to come to terms with and make peace with the fact like that what makes me happy and what fulfills me is gonna be different than the next person. And that's another thing I've been learning. So that was a really long-winded answer, um, but thank you for asking. Anyways, that is it for today's episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed. Get ready for the next few months on the podcast. Honestly, please go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on Instagram. Join the Facebook group. Leave a nice rating and review while you guys are at it, okay? I love you guys so much and I will talk to you guys next Thursday.